0: Everybody.
1: Hey. Hey. what are we doing? I know there's no son Sean Michelle, so we don't we don't we don't we don't what's going on. We have a very, very special guest. There he's got a guest. We have a guest. Now, no, it's you, not my new background. We got you, a new background. Got a new, background. Got a new background. Got a new background. And but you know, you and I
2: became fans of Razorbacks, became Razorback fans, largely because of basketball.
1: Yeah. You know, people look at us like these two big knuckleheads. All, they, all they're good at is football and eating. No, we spent countless hours on the basketball court, shooting on a road close sign, shooting at Stephen Velick's house. That's right. Going to Gatlin Park in Conway. I mean, we spent hours upon hours upon hours we, just we, playing
2: basketball. We love the shooty hoops, as you would call them. We
1: love the shooty hoops.
2: And we have our chance finally to get our first basketball player on the podcast. And it's none other than Kamani Johnson. Now, there may be guys that were bigger recruits and higher-ranked players on this team right now, but I'm not sure there's a guy that's more important to this team right now than Kamani Johnson.
1: No, I'll agree. There's there, there's a certain player that you know may is not judged by stars or, or or playing time or anything like that, but you can just tell his his DNA is in that team when
2: he gets in the game, good things happen. Yeah. Whether it's him diving on the ball for a ball or diving on the ground for a ball, diving on the ball for a ball, diving on the ground for a ball, whether it's him rebounding a ball, whether it's him playing great defense, whether him it's him putting back, you know, putting back a shot, you know, whatever it is, the guy just makes things happen. And, and I'll tell you, Clint, like we just talked about, couldn't be a nicer guy to talk to. No. Folks, we say this all the time with guys we've had on here, like a Jordan Dominic and 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 Reed Bauer and 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 all all the guys we've had, all the guys we've had, football players, or whatever. That after watching this, you're going to be a fan of theirs. You you cannot watch this and not be a fan of Kamani Johnson at the end of it. You can't. He's an awesome guy. Um, we plug his website, Manny's World to 20.com. Uh, Clint's got the the deal on his Manny's World there on us. You got to put a 20
1: and then a dot com at the end of Manny's
2: World 20.
1: You can even do a www dot in front That's of this. Right.
2: But uh, he sells, he's got some t shirts and sunglasses. He's got a game day box that he sells, it's got a lot of that stuff in it. Um, He's got wristbands. He's got a flag. He's got stickers. Whatever you want, and you can get something from it and support him and uh, support what he's doing for this team. It's great, and we you know he was wanting to talk about everything we talked about, and um, so y'all just enjoy. Enjoy. It's a great interview. Like and share. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Uh, Enjoy this. Right, Clint?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But- one, oh, two, three, four. You've you you yeah. never yeah. seen a lame man yeah. walk. Never heard a dumb man talk. Yeah. Never seen a blind man see.
2: I promise you, i yeah. never seen a cancer. Yeah. Never seen all the hey everybody it's time once again for the big c and bigger t podcast and big c i am fired up i'm excited i'm ready dude i'm i'm giddy
1: I know. Yeah. I know. We've been excited about this one. I'm surprised <laughs> you're letting me talk. My
2: whole life, I don't know exactly what Giddy is, but I'm that.
1: Okay. <laughs> because- Kamani, you've ever, have you ever been Giddy? Have you ever been Giddy, Come on. Probably, for sure. I don't know. The
0: way, the context, I don't really know the definition, but the context you used it, I'm pretty sure I've been Giddy. <laughs>
2: yeah, <there> <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's an educated man right there. That's there. <laughs> I graduated, man that piece of paper, you feel? Hey, He's got that paper now, so he knows. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's busting in the context of things. Yeah, man. Hey, we have the man, Kamani Johnson.
0: I appreciate y'all. The
2: podcast tonight, y'all, look, if you've watched the Razorbacks the last couple years, you've seen this man. Hey, look, Clint, he's the glue. He's the glue he guy. <laughs> he's the one holding the team together. I see him out there. When Devo gets a little mad, I see Kamani <laughs> over there talking him down a little bit. But I also see Kamani getting out there and, and doing all the things, man. He's doing all the things. He's scoring. Yeah, I
0: appreciate that. I appreciate he's rebounding, that. Rebounding.
2: He's hustling. And every team needs that guy. Yes, sir. Thankfully, we have that guy. And we're getting to interview him tonight, man. Kamani, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Man, doing great. Y'all are uh, getting ready for Alabama tomorrow night. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're gonna they're gonna bring a they're gonna be a tough one, right?
0: I mean, nah, it's gonna be a tough matchup. I mean, they're number four uh, in the country, but you know they got to come to Bud. And I always say, man, Bud is a madhouse. Like since I've been here and all the ranked opponents that came in here, like it, it's really hard to steal a game at Bud. So it's gonna be a really fun matchup for us. I think everybody's ready. So it's just gonna be one of them SEC war type of games. It'll definitely come down
2: to the wire, in my opinion. I think so. Well, they're, and they're a big, big time scoring team, right? Yeah. That's kind of their forte. So, you know, this will be a good chance for y'all to step up and show the defensive prowess you have, because you're definitely a great defensive team, especially when you get dialed into that and you're going to continue to get better at that, I believe. Because, I mean, you know, we've seen y'all the last couple of years. That's that's how you've improved so much, you know, you know, you've improved in shooting and things like that. But, but defense is where y'all, I mean, y'all, y'all bring the the work bucket, you know, to, to, to the job, baby. So.
0: Yeah. uh, Since I've been here, we've just been all, all three teams I've been a part of, we've just been so strong defensively that like, even if we have a a bad night offensively, like the defense will kind of take over. So, I mean, we're still an early team right now, you know, like it's a whole bunch of new guys and a lot of freshmen and uh, we're three games into the SEC. So I know, like, sometimes it feels like the sky is falling, but I think we'll be fine. I mean, we always have to figure out a way to figure it out. Everybody's always buying in. We're always locking in. And I always tell them, like, March matters. Like, that's what I'll be telling them in the locker room, like, because they'll even get down on themselves sometimes. But they got to remember, like, is it, we're in January. Like, we play for March here, so. It's a,
2: and it it's is a process. It is.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely a process. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we're gonna get. We'll talk more about the current team. I want to get a little bit of your backstory. Nate. now, uh, <clears throat> you grew up in uh. <laughs> uh
0: hey, I'm gonna. Have, I, hey, you gotta send me that hat when y'all
2: send that, my, that, that hat. Me, you, Where did you get that? Tell me, tell yeah. me, you rock with the Yankees and not the Mets. Oh, of course, I'm a Yankees guy all the way. Through. Oh, that a kid. Can't
0: kid. Can't uh, uh-uh, uh. <laughs>
2: that's why this is a Yankees hat.
0: Yeah, that's a dope hat right there. But yeah, I, I'm I'm from uh, Brooklyn, New York, grew up there. Um, man, it was, it's, it's legit like everything you see in the movie, kind of like our summer, like we just be outside like a lot. It's definitely different than Arkansas, like night and day. But like, it's really like a city that never sleeps. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, really. You just got to be in it and live it to like fully like understand it. But I definitely love my city and where I'm from, for sure. No,
1: no we've never lived it. Me and, me and BT have both visited it. But where did y'all go when y'all visited, though? Like, did y'all do all, like, the tourist stuff? I did all the tourist stuff, yeah. <laughs> now, now my defense, normally – now, no, I'm a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. I've got to – I'm required <laughs> to drop that on every podcast because it's not
2: even- – And the fact that he played football at – at Arkansas Tech, Arkansas
1: I was, Tech. I was okay. the greatest third <laughs> center in the history of the Gulf South, South Conference, bar none. <laughs> but no, I'm you. But I'm usually going up there doing jujitsu, and I usually go up there for that purpose. Okay. And then I may have the next day. The last day I went, you know, we the last time I went, we walked down to the World Trade Center, Wall Street. Yeah, to-
0: see, I've never been to Wall Street before. I've never been to Wall Street. I've never mm-hmm. been to Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. I've been to the Empire State Building like once. Times Square. Yeah. To- a couple of times. I, I don't know. I ain't never really. I went, I'm going to do it, though. Like, you know, I mean, I'm mean, i going to do it just to do it. No, you were eating the Junior's Cheesecake there. Ladies, oh, yeah. Oh, you went to Junior's.
1: Okay. Yes. Now we talk. If you go to Junior's. Nah, you, okay. You're you talking, you you talking to me now. Yeah, you went to now. Junior's. See, so we're, we're not basketball sh- basketball. Let's talk <laughs> to the Cheesecake. Right. Yeah, the Cheesecake
0: fire my grandpa used to take me there like special occasions any like birthdays or graduations that's where we used to celebrate now what's your go-to cheesecake what are you getting there i like playing i'm playing jane for sure jane. but I do, like, I do like oreo cheesecake too though
1: okay now now the first time i went the guy went he he took me in there and i was going to get just the diet cheesecake because i was like caring about my health i guess i don't know <laughs> he told me going slap me so then i ordered a devil's food cheesecake it's pretty much a uh, devil's thing. food cake on the top of a cheesecake, and it's pretty much the greatest thing that I ever put inside this this high performance machine here. Yeah,
0: it's wow. insane. If you got to If you go to New York and you haven't been to Juniors, you ain't really been to New York for
1: real. There you go. Okay, there you go. So we t- see we're talking cheesecake with yeah. Kamani yeah. Johnson. How cool. Now that's top cheesecake right there.
2: <laughs> now, growing up, you had a how many siblings? We know you had your brother played for Kentucky, right?
0: Yeah, I have an older brother, and I have three sisters, three half sisters. Okay yeah like, so you
2: play a lot of ball and in, in like some of those famous street ball courts, oh uh,
0: yeah, you know? like uh,
2: yeah, record park
0: and all that. R- yeah like I d- down there like you like grow up playing in them though, so like I've been playing in them since I was like eight, you know what I mean, like oh, it's
2: like no big deal to you, was it?
0: yeah, yeah, but it's like a pretty cool like thing to do, like as a basketball player, I feel like no matter where you're from, like you just got you gotta to go to New York and play in the park a little bit, and okay like as a as a ball player, that's just like you know.
2: All the history just, of all those guys that
0: come back there to play it's and like a bucket list thing for a hooper. Like you gotta go to West Forth and for Hooper Record Park and the atmosphere is just crazy.
2: Now, do you was there much talk of Earl Manago? Do you ever talk hear about him? The GOAT. Oh, who Earl Monroe? Earl Manago. Who's Earl Manago? You gotta put me on. Uh he um uh, when Kareem abdul Jabbar retired, he said uh he, they asked him who the best player he ever played against, you know, he played against Jordan. He played against bird. He played against Dr. J and he said, that's easy. Earl, the goat, man, I go. and the goat grew up in New York. I don't know where in New York. Okay. I'm not, I'm not that familiar. But I got to do research. There's a movie called rebound. He was a guy that like was just an amazing street ball player.
0: Yeah. Hey, there's Ball. Hey, there's some street ball players that are like that. They just ain't get their chance in the NBA. But
2: he got on drugs in junior college, <laughs> and, and well, in high school got on drugs, and then got really bad yeah. in junior college, and ended up. In fact, his come like kind of a come to grips moment. Not to kind of stay on him too much, but yeah, he was in prison, and a and a guard asked him to sign. Kareem Adol Jabbar's book where he has that quote that That's, Earl Panago is the best player he ever played against. You said the movie called Rebound? It's called Rebound. He meant to it's do it Not like, the
1: one with Martin Lawrence in it. If there's uh, another it's, got, it's there's actually got Don Cheadle movie. plays him. <laughs>
2: Who? Yeah. Yeah, Don Cheadle plays him. It's All like
0: right, look it know. up. When when I watch it, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you.
2: Yeah, I'm, dude. I'm tell I'm me. It's a really good movie. Like it's 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 really good. He, he ends up coming back and running the park later you know kind of that's dope it's, it's a true story but yeah i'm i'm going to watch that movie though for sure yeah. anyway but that's cool man you grew up you know there you know where you know basketball is i mean it's got so much history you know i mean guys yeah. you know stephon marbury come, coming up in that area right and and i mean all all the way back i mean even the pro players would come and play on those courts and, um, and stuff yeah like
0: basketball out there is just different like because we don't really have football like you guys out here have like down here have football and stuff like growing up we don't really have football so it's really only like either basketball or you're just going like all the different sports would be like baseball and soccer and stuff like that but like not a lot of people are playing those type of sports like up there so uh, it was really like basketball and like just competing at, at a young age down there it just like it's really like a a killer be kill atmosphere, like basketball wise out there. Like mm-hmm. all the top guys going at each other, it's super fun. The to-
2: yeah, and and it, I'm sure it prepares. I mean, prepares oh, yeah. for yeah. for
0: definitely. what you
2: put on the court right now. You know, that's cool. Now you ended up in in Atlanta, is that right?
0: Yeah, I ended up uh, my high school career at a, a school called Holy Spirit Prep uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I spent two years there. And uh, it was a it was a pretty cool experience. I mean, I want some jewelry, got me uh two state championships there and nice. uh I got to play alongside Anthony Edwards, who uh plays for the Timberwolves right now, and mm-hmm. I got to play alongside some uh uh pretty good players. Uh one of my teammates actually played for Ole Miss right now, so I can't wait for it till we play them and get to see him and
2: you know. So Are you gonna, I mean, you gonna put it on him when you play against him? Uh,
0: most definitely, cause he's younger than me, so you know that's little bro. Gotcha. So I, you know, yeah, me, that's <laughs> when we go there. You know, I can't let them. We can't. We can't drop that one.
2: You got to remind him who Big Bro yeah, is. Most definitely, most definitely.
1: <laughs> so, me and Travis are actually we're friends with Ole Miss's athletic. Well, I don't know we're friends. We knew him in high oh, school. When you say- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wanna claim him? <laughs> to I, me? I look. He ain't answered my phone calls. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> So what's it like to play on a high school team with that much talent?
0: Uh, I mean, it's super fun. Like, we played a national schedule my senior year, and we would uh, play a lot of, like, the the top guys and top schools around the country and travel. And it was, it was just super fun. I, I think, um, if anything, it just gave me more exposure for college and prepared me for college, like, even faster.
1: You know what I mean? Now, now where was the funnest place you visited when you were in high school playing basketball? you know you're 17 year old kamani you haven't i mean new york is cool but that's just regular to you yeah like was the funnest like on a, like, college, like on a college visit well, college visit just tr- basketball trip like where like was the you all played in or something like road oh, trip
0: okay. i think the coolest place that's a great question cuz i travel a lot for basketball um Actually, I think like Peach Jam, Peach Jam is most definitely like uh, it's in Augusta, Georgia, but just like the environment and like it's kind of like I don't even know how to describe it. Like every top college coach is there. All the URBL teams are there. Like all the top guys are there and you're competing and like just the energy it brings. Like they have the Masters in Augusta. So like obviously it has like a little bit of, you know, life to it and it's pretty nice. But just the energy around that eybl Peach gym is just different so
2: I'm sure something think, like that when you know all the best teams are there
1: yeah for sure for sure yeah.
2: there's Scouts there and all that that that's yeah. gotta,
1: it it yeah. does have to be weird to sit there like at an au basketball tournament and go hey there's coach k
0: yeah. oh man and there's like the gym is so small like we're still in high school so we're not playing in those stadiums you know yeah. what I mean so like like they're right there like <laughs> yeah like right watching they're, you, not, so. they're not
2: up in a box yeah
0: like they're not <laughs> up in the stands or the box not nah. like they're you eye to eye with them so,
2: that's cool sure. so you end up tell us how you ended up at little rock
0: so actually like the coaching staff that was at little rock um they were from new york and they're actually like uh they're uh like two blocks away from me so i've, I've known them for a minute Coach uh, Alfred Jordan, he actually is the head basketball coach at uh, Clark's uh, Atlanta uni- uh, Clark University in Atlanta, and uh, Dee Frazier, he's an assistant coach there. So they recruited me, like, pretty heavy out of high school. And mm-hmm. I had some uh, offers for some bigger schools, but I was so skinny coming out of high school. So they all wanted me to, like, shirt and I kind of just wanted to get thrown in the fire. So mm-hmm. I kind of, like, just went to a smaller school just so I could, like, play right away. And it, it ended up working out, like, perfect for me. Did you,
2: you enjoy your time in Little Rock?
0: Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, I got to play with uh, my second year. We won our conference. And uh, that's, like, when COVID happened. But we would have been a pretty good team. It, it was, like, me, Marquise Noel. We had Rua Manyang. We had Uh, Nicola, uh He plays overseas now. Like, we had a, a pretty good squad for, like, a, a – like a middle-of-the-pack team. So it was it was fun, though, those days, like in Little Rock, in the city. I,
1: I definitely miss it, but
0: I'm not too far away, so.
1: <laughs> now, did you ever meet our dog Trey Day?
0: Trey Day. That sounds familiar. The
1: He's Power familiar. 92 uh, disc jockey? Yeah. yeah. He calls himself the Spike Lee of Little Rock basketball. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
2: We've had him on the podcast a few times, too. He's... Really? Yeah, he's a big, he's a big UAR.
0: Uh, yeah, Trojan for life for sure. <laughs> I'm a
2: Trojan for life. Neat guy, yeah. Uh, so how how did the transition to Arkansas happen?
0: Oh man, um, I just hopped in the portal, uh, and must and the whole coaching staff. I mean, they they're such good recruiters, and they did a good job of just like calling and communicating with me every day until they heard that yes and um i I was uh it's actually kind of funny because a lot of people if i'm like little rock come up here a lot but when i was in little rock i never really came down to fayetteville the first time i was in fayetteville is when we played them and i didn't really like come back so my first time like really in fayetteville is when i landed on campus so I thought that was kind of cool, but it, it was, it's like night and day, Little Rock and Fayetteville. Like Fayetteville is just such like a college town. Yes, yeah, yeah.
2: Now y'all had, and y'all had played them, right?
0: Yeah, we played them. Like um, actually, they when they unveiled the Nolan Richardson Court is when we had a uh, like a, a charity game, I guess, mm-hmm. and we played them like early in the season.
2: Well, that, that's that's really cool, and so that's where Mus had kind of seen you in action.
0: Yeah, and and I played them my freshman year. When I was at Euler, we played Nevada, and he was okay. he was at yeah. So he really he oh, seen wow. me all throughout, yeah.
2: So he had he had watched a lot of film on you then for oh man,
0: like once I committed here, they they were like pulling up the scout report from Nevada, and it was kind of funny. I was like, man, y'all really like, well, like y'all are crazy. Like if y'all really want somebody, y'all really gonna get yeah. them. Like they definitely do their research.
2: That had to feel good though to
0: oh. Definitely. It's always, it's always a good feeling to feel wanted and uh, to be a part of something special. And, and that's what uh, he told me I was going to do when I came here. And that's what we've, we've done. So
2: now when you went in the portal, did you have a feeling you were going to be moving up and level? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, for sure. You
2: had a good feeling that that was going to happen. Because yeah, to for me, sure. that, that can be a, that can be a scary thing, you know, because some of these guys go in the portal and you know,
0: <laughs> you yeah.
2: know we just a football player that ended up at Texas State. You know what I mean? Like not nothing against him, but that ain't Arkansas. You know what I mean? Like yeah.
0: the portal, the portal is definitely different. I mean, um, I think like one thing about the portal, like the grass isn't always greener on the other side. But like also like once once you realize like once you really realize that like um if you're doing what you what you do and like you're hooping and you're balling no matter what sport, like they gonna find you. If you could like play, they gonna find you no matter where you at. Yeah. So, um, just like moving up levels, yeah, it's like scary, but also it's like you. I kind of I'm not a guy who like shies away from any challenge. So, yeah. if anything, it was just like another challenge and a hurdle. And having an older brother that went to Kentucky, I always watched the SEC. So I always wanted to play in the SEC. And uh, once the opportunity presented itself, I had to take it.
2: So you go from Daryl Walker who's <laughs> you know one of the best defensive players Arkansas has ever seen. Yeah. He made a living doing that in NBA. Guy that played with Jordan, you know, has coached and you know, coached in NBA and everything. Got a lot yeah. of experience, right? And and I'm sure was a great coach to Musselman who also has tons of credentials, the NBA yeah. pedigree. What's what's some of the similarities and what's some of the differences between the two? Um, they're both obsessed with winning, like obsessed
0: with winning. That's all they want to do. That's all they care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Walk used to say this phrase that said, like, like losing is misery. Like, you know what I mean? Like he used to always say that, like, when you lose, it's misery. So, like. And that's that's legit. How much it is like when must loses like you? It's it's like the worst thing ever. You know he what picks I mean? He makes
2: me up in those press conferences after <laughs> y'all lose. Man,
0: like
2: a, he looks like a kid that just got his favorite toy taken away.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, now nah, one thing about must like must is a winner through and through. He hate losing. Uh, I'm I'm like that myself. Like I hate losing. If I if I lose a basketball game, like the whole day is bad. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, they're both obsessed with winning. That's, like, one thing that they have in common, um, and they're both, like, really defensive-minded. Like, and I think that's why it was really easy for me to translate programs because they both really, like, if you could play defense, you could play for them. Yeah, They're, like, one thing that they both have in common.
2: And so much of defense is is want to and effort.
0: Yep, yep. You learn that. You learn and that quick.
2: You got that in spades, man. I and mean, that's one thing we see from you for sure is you're yeah, you out there and you give – Effort every play, and and that's as a fan, I appreciate that about you, and I know others do too, because you know, hey, you may not be hitting the threes, and you know whatever else some of the other guys are, you know, end up doing or whatever, but that's all right. You don't, those that's other guys' roles, you know. There's yes, roles on the team, and and yeah, uh, yeah.
0: About finding your role and being great at it, so yeah.
2: I learned that really early in my
0: college career, and it's gotten me this far. So I change up so
2: now. When you came in, you didn't you set out, yeah, because you had to transfer. So it was before the free transfer. Yes, yeah, so like
0: there was like I was technically they could have cleared me to play because um like when I transferred it was really early so. They could have, like, we were waiting for them to clear me, but it just got to, like, a certain point in the season where, like, we didn't hear back from the NCAA. So, like, we really could It was really out of our control. How
1: frustrating is that as a oh, player? Man, that
0: was the worst.
1: That, because, I mean, it, it, we, we talk about the has to exist because the NCAA couldn't get it. They just couldn't ever – it never seemed like it was, it was equal yeah yeah. like, like for poops and giggles they had prove this one and not this one it never seemed- yeah that's another thing
0: about it yeah like it was it was super difficult
1: because the whole recruiting process i was training
0: in atlanta preparing to play the season and then when i picked the school like we were all thinking like this is going to be a no-brainer because we're seeing other other players like get approved and waived and stuff like that mm-hmm. and once we started like not hearing back we thought it, it felt a little weird and then we kind of like got like got the gist of it to where like it just we weren't really going to get no answer anytime soon. So it was just better for me to focus on next season. But it was definitely frustrating, especially because of like how far that team got. And I felt like uh, I could have helped them even get it get further. Um, but, you know,
2: the, that was a team that was didn't have enough bigs. Right. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. I was the team with Moses and. uh the bigs on that team was Justin Smith and and, in young Jay Will and Connor. <laughs> it yeah. was like a fresh Jay Will, so yeah, uh, yeah. But that team was, it was that was a really good team, and even like when we were practicing, I like like right when I came in, I felt straight a part of the team. Like so that that's like one thing that will probably forever haunt me that I didn't get an opportunity to play with that team. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and then, uh, then of course you got to start playing and. uh, you yeah. know, with with musk playing time is you know yeah. it, sure. <laughs> you gotta work for it and when you get it, you gotta you gotta work hard to keep it, right? Yeah. But it seems like this year he's really putting a lot of trust in you. Yes, uh, sure. You know, I, I think you know, Devo's kind of you know, you and Devo being the only returning players, but I mean it just looks from the outside looking in from a guy watching it on TV, okay, a fan. Um it it looks like you're in the huddles and everything, you're showing a lot of leadership. And that's why I, I said earlier, you're a glue guy, man. You're the you're the guy that seems to be seems to be holding, you know, the guys together and, and doing that. How is that role? Is that kind of a role you have? And and how is that how have you transitioned from when you first got there to being were you already that guy a little bit when you got there? That is that just who you are? or is you have you kind of worked into that since you... yeah yeah i mean I'm, I'm
0: i'm a personal guy i mean i think like I'm, I'm pretty cool with everybody in the locker room and everybody feels like they're pretty cool with me like i'm i'm when i like call you my brother i, I kind of take it personal so like mm-hmm. all those guys in my locker room are my brothers and it's just vice versa so uh through the three years i have i built bonds with everybody on those three teams like i still talk to those guys till this day i still call like jay i probably talked to Jay Le tate almost every every other day and we like that that's like my like, really my brother like we hang out and go on trips and stuff like outside of basketball so uh it's like really a brotherhood here like uh we're building something special here under musk um and it's kind of like a family so um just like having that role on the team like like you said me and Bo are the only returners so uh, like what a guy like must is all about translating the culture to all the new guys, since we have such a strong culture here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we've been successful because no matter who comes and who leaves, we always have people to carry over the culture. So um, that's just been me and Bo's job this year. Uh, Cause we know we got a lot of new guys and we got a lot of young guys. So we have to be the emotional leaders of the team because we've, we've been through this before. You know what I mean? We've been through all the ups and downs and we know how like, like, like last year we was losing the hochstrap. So we know how like even in the dark tunnel when you can't see no light, like we know if you keep working there's still light and, and some special stuff could still be accomplished. So I think um I I think I just it's not even really a role. Like you know what I mean? It's just like I'm the big brother of the team and, and that's just like I
1: don't know who you are, huh?
0: Like I don't look at it as a job or a role really. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, 10 new guys coming in, you know, obviously there's a standard
0: yeah for has sure. a
1: standard and you know how you've got to meet that standard yeah probably sure. you don't get a very nice eric musselman nah nah you don't get a very nice
0: uh, eric at all man <laughs> coach buzz did not he did not play at all about the standard and the culture like that's one thing he did not play like no matter what like you're not going to break up the culture here and what we've done here and also like for anybody known like in our practice facility we have uh banners for the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8, and even, like, we have a really big banner for the national championship, but that's what you're looking at every day, and you're looking at how the years stack up. You know what I mean? Like, we kind of got it in a row, so you don't want to be the year that's missing out. Right. On, you know I mean? So uh, You learn quick when you come to Arkansas what we're trying to do here, and uh, the standard that we hold ourselves to, and um, if you don't know, like, you, you learn pretty quick. <laughs> it's not like something that gets dragged on.
2: Well, and that's so vital to any team or really any organization. And yeah. In sports or, light, you know, just any any organization, really. If the person, like the coach, is the one trying to lead everything, yeah. it's not going to work. You got to nah, have those guys nah. that are out there saying, okay, boys, let's lock arms and let's go.
0: Yeah, I think that's, like, one of the, the greatest things about playing for Mus is that he understands that, like, uh, because, you know, he coached in the league, and the league is more like player-ran. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, the trust that he gives us, like, as a head coach is, is kind of different because you don't see that a lot.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it, it, that's what it takes. It yeah, takes yeah. building yeah. trust in you and saying, okay, Kamani, okay, Devo, y'all take them. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cause like Clint said, 10 new guys, 11 new, guy, new guys this year. And, you know, he's saying to y'all, all right, boys, take them.
0: Yeah, like he trusts us with them and he trusts us to like instill the culture in them. Mm-hmm. So that's, a, I mean, it's, it's pretty big responsibility, but obviously if he thinks he can, like we can handle it then we can handle it. So, and I think we've been doing a pretty good job. I know like we got out to a slow start SEC, but the past two years, you know, we are 0-3. So um, I think just like with the guys, like they're, the one thing about this group is like they hate losing too. Like it is not a pretty scene in the locker room whenever we lose a game. Yeah. So that's like one thing about the guys that I really like, cause uh I think that's gonna carry us really far.
2: Well now, speaking of that, you know, speaking of, of you, you know, kind of leading these guys and everything, you know, uh there's been a lot of talk about Nick Smith.
0: <laughs> yes, sir.
2: And uh and he tweeted and you and you uh you did the big brother thing <laughs> and and said uh, that this is our boy. If you're not rocking with him, you're not rocking with us, or however you said it, I don't know what you said, but I loved it. Okay. I loved it because I, I think it, um, for, for one thing, you know, talk radio people are, you know, and all that stuff. Fans sometimes, you know, me and Clint are fans. Okay, we're we're that's all we. We have been on the stupid.
1: record on this podcast saying if I was the host of Drive Time Sports, we wouldn't take callers. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: would just one, tell people you're brothers stupid. Brothers and hang
1: up. Man, right.
2: but but fans are stupid sometimes, right? And yeah. they think, you know, they 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 just get going on something. So just tell me, you know, as much as you want to share about. Why you yeah. felt compelled to put that out there uh, at that time about Nick? Because I, yeah. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm applauding you on it. So I appreciate I, I, you. I just want to kind of hear from you what your motivation was and kind of what you were thinking.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just seen it like the whole process. Like, like I said, like that's my brother. You know what I mean? So, like, when he's not out there, I know how much that hurts him not being out there. And he's he's done everything right, the right way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand the hate that he's getting because I see him in rehab. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I see him working to get better. I see him when he's on the bench, he's cheering us on and the energy that he brings to us. Like, he's a very important part of this team, whether he's on the floor or he's not on the floor. You know what I mean? So, and also, like, one thing that I think people don't realize about Nick is he had an opportunity to go win a gold medal with Team USA, and he foregoed that to come to Arkansas or yeah. early summer. You know what I mean? So, like, you can't tell me this kid don't want to play here, like, play at Arkansas. And I don't think people understand how rare of an opportunity is to win a gold medal. You know what I mean? So, um, I just see it. Like, I know his true intentions, so I just think it's unfair the hate he gets. And also, he's an 18-year-old kid, and he's gone through, you know, a pretty rough time in his life, and I think he just needs support. He don't need nobody to hate. Like, I don't understand what that hate is going to do.
2: Well, good on you for doing that, man. Cause I, I think that was, I think that was important, not just uh, for the fans to hear it from you, but I think for, for your team, for your teammates. I think, I think that, that showed true leadership. And I know with yes. the time you're just thinking, I'm just taking up for my brother, you know? I mean, it, yeah. So he, I'll just he grew up in <laughs> Rock, man. He wants to he wants to play yeah, he he all, all
0: hogs. He all hog.
2: You know, he could've he could have went to any school he wanted to. Man. You know, and that kid, he was one of the he, top recruits in the world. And man. He, he could be making a lot more money somewhere else doing something right now, you know, and yeah. they'd be paying for his rehab and everything else, you know. Yeah,
0: definitely all hog though. He's definitely all hog. Yeah. I, ever be questioned again.
1: So so now you've been on you this is your third year in Fayetteville?
0: Yeah, technically two and a half because I came like in December, my first time when I came here.
1: Okay. Now which no which year would you say had the most intense pickup games?
0: Ooh. Most intense?
1: Yeah. Has it kind of ramped up through the years? This year for sure. for sure. This year summer for sure because a couple of like
0: uh a couple of the pro hogs came back with all the new guys. And then you already know the pro hogs, like they hearing about all the hype. Yeah. So they like, all right, we've been to come and we've been to come and see. Like we've been to come and see and like try to little bro y'all and our team, like we were, it was some intense pickup games. Bro. So this so, yeah, it was super fun. Mason came with us. Dusty was coming back and playing with us. It, it was really fun pickup games. Nice. I bet yes. those
2: fun to watch, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Nah, those are. <laughs> if somebody filmed those, man. <laughs> <laughs> so people who, who's the are, best trash talker crazy. out there? Who, who uh, Mason. Who? Mason Jones. No I question. Can, like, no. It's insane. Like, Mason's funny, though, because, like, he was knowing stuff about, like, the guys that were transferring in. And mind you, like they were just getting here, so I was like Mason, like, how do you know, like their stats and stuff? Like, there's no way you're doing research on these guys before the pickup games to trash talk them, like. <laughs> but Mason's like an ultra competitor, so
1: <laughs> like he's getting, he, like he's on Ricky Council's uh, Wikipedia page in timeouts. Oh, man. <laughs> man, hey, Mason, funny man, but he was
0: hooping. That nice. that that's the thing about Mason, like he gonna back it up too. So Mason's always fun to play and pick up.
2: Now, um, of these new guys this year uh, on this team, who who is it? Do you think by the end of the season we're going to be saying, like, who who is it? We haven't seen their full. I know. I know. Probably all of them. We haven't seen their full. But yeah. But is there someone that you would say? Watch this guy. They're gonna be a key contributor. I think we have we have so
0: the thing about our team this year is we're so deep and I've seen everybody at their best that mm-hmm. it's gonna be one of those seasons where like everybody's just gonna have a big game. Like every win that we have is gonna be a different guy every every night. And when everybody gets rolling, then it's gonna be scary because there's gonna be like two guys, then three guys are having big nights. Then like, you know what I mean? So um I think once Jordan Walsh gets clicking offensively and y'all are just going to see like how like he's been really good for us defensively and in rebounding and even on the offensive like he's showed sparks on the offensive but once he just gets fully clicking it's going to be crazy. A B has another level he can get to. Uh, Barry Dunn is really good. He's a really good player. Like all of our freshmen are really good. D Ford's a really good player. JP's a really good player. I think our freshman class is super solid. Mm-hmm. Uh JG could score the ball for us. And then the twins, of course, like I think, man, with our new guys, it's like crazy. And then y'all see what Ricky's doing. So Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, like-
2: that's one thing we were saying, um uh me and Clint were talking last week on here, you know, about uh, you know, even even though y'all, you know, you, you wish you had Trevon Brazil. You know, you, you wish you had him. You hate that. You know that guy was gonna have such a great year. You know, I
1: mean, um,
0: he was on track for crazy. Time. Yeah, maybe. Hey,
1: six. How uh, many times no cap did you watch that dunk? Oh my gosh, <laughs> a ton of times.
2: When Vince Carter, is I'm like, just glad I'm in.
0: The, I'm just glad I'm in the back of the clip. That's why I took You to me <laughs> <laughs> That's a TV look, bro? Like, yeah.
2: Yeah, like you'll be pulling like, that look up on
0: YouTube about there. forty years, going that's me right there to the grandkids. Yeah, I like being on the court with T. I love being on the court with TV because, like, you always you never know. Yeah, like you just want to make sure you in the shot when he does something crazy. Yeah, so you'd be like, yeah, I'm in there. I, like, I, I got, right
1: I gotta be honest with you. I've never noticed that you're in the clip. I'm gonna have to go oh. back and forth. Yeah. Oh, watch. <laughs> I got to check that play. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, Must muscle, Must heated at me oh that's
2: right that's right and, uh, I'm just watching his arm go down into the rim on that play.
0: yeah I, mean, I I hope you're not watching me on the play I'm glad you ain't noticed me
2: but <laughs> TV do is crazy well and then but what we're saying is you you lose a guy like him you lose Nick Smith right yeah. and this team still has more talent on it than two teams that went to the elite eight
0: yeah, that's not that's, to, a, that's slot, not point.
2: to slot those elite eight teams at all. Nah, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been a part of them,
0: been a part of them. So I, I, I know for sure. I know for sure. I know how this team is built. And I, we definitely are a more talented team. We just got to just get rolling. Like once we get rolling, like I can't wait till we get rolling because once we get rolling, it's going to be really fun. And I think it's just a process. You know what I mean? Like Rome wasn't building day. Must got a plan. Must plan has shown to work. So I think everybody should just trust, trust it, like
1: trust in must, that's, that's what i saying, so. <laughs> so. Now, y'all started early. Y'all got to go to Europe mm-hmm. over the summer. Tell us a little bit about that. What was that experience like for you? Had you ever been, like, abroad to play basketball yeah. before?
0: Uh, no, I've never played basketball abroad. My brother plays overseas in China, so, and my, my cousin plays in, actually in Spain, like, uh, one of the cities that we were in, we were actually in the same city as him at the same time. Uh, but Europe was, it was pretty, I ain't gonna lie, Europe was dope to me. Like, I, I, I really liked Europe, like everything about it. Like the uh, the way that they live over there was super cool to me. And then the way that they play basketball too. Like they just move the ball really well. And um, out there, it was pretty cool though. The food was, the food was good. In, in certain what cities.
1: In Italy, the food what the was Tell
0: us about bad? that. Yeah, in Italy, the food was good. Okay. And Barcelona, the food is really good. Like, Barcelona is pretty much like America. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like New York, low-key, a little bit. It's like a cleaner New York. And then in Valencia, Valencia was fun because, like, it was on the beach and stuff, but I, I wasn't messing with the food. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't messing with the food in Valencia, but Valencia was fun, though. Did you eat anything
2: well, weird while you were there? Did you eat anything weird?
0: No, nah, see, me, I ain't going to lie. I'm not even trying to try no new stuff like that for real. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: <laughs> you don't get creative when you go overseas? And,
1: or uh,
0: Not
2: when I'm overseas
0: because I got – I don't know. I just can't. I just can't. I was eating what I knew out there.
1: No, I see. I'm scared of getting sick to my stomach. Or getting yeah, see, I'm training. scared of too. Like, I, Look, got I, can't, I can't do it. I can't yeah, do it. No time man, to begin.
2: I've traveled a lot for mission trips and stuff, and I'm one of those, man. I eat whatever the natives eat, man. I'll eat – yeah, nah. See, now, nah, like, see, I'll do that. I'll
0: do that. But they were having some like meats on there that they ain't really had no questions to where Like, I was asking, like, what is it? Like, is it chicken? Like, and I ain't know what it was. So, I ain't <laughs> so,
1: so which I one of the teammates would just be? <laughs> which one of the teammates would just be eating everything?
0: Uh, Law Dog, Lawson eating everything. I ain't gonna lie. Lawson Blake, he gonna eat. Uh, who else is eating stuff? Ab was trying some stuff low key, like <laughs> all the coaches. All the coaches was trying stuff. Coach Smart gone. Coach Smart gonna Try it and make you feel bad that you didn't try
2: it. Really? Yes. Yeah.
0: He <laughs> like. He, you could tell it's nasty to Coach Smart. Like even though I'm like I'm looking at Coach Smart, I'm like Coach Smart. I know you didn't like that. He yeah. like yeah, I liked it. Like you got to try it. I'm like Coach Smart. You didn't like it.
2: <laughs> now. Did I hear something about you have a connection to Drake?
0: Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like a family friend. Yeah, really? so my mentor, So I, I've uh, known him since I was like in middle school, or like just been around him since I was middle school. So it's a pretty cool uh, connection, I guess, to have.
2: Yeah,
1: man, that's that's pretty cool. So uh, that's a uh, well. If you didn't know, uh, Travis has become a spiritual advisor to the stars and. Start dating Ariana Grande. That's right,
0: yeah. You, Ariana. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna you know, get married. She might be uh, single.
2: I think yeah. she's. Single. We were we were up late doing one of these podcasts, and uh, we were. Like, I have money. one of my former students is gonna go on the Voice. Okay, and so I was like, I got to figure out a way I can get on there with him. You know, I can, I can. Hey,
0: be, you got
2: to be, be a spiritual advisor.
0: Spot in their DMs. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right. wait on the Voice. You gotta.
0: Yes, sh- I'm gonna tell you what
2: to say. Yeah, tell me, I got you. Got yeah, I mean, got me. Right. I, got you. I need, I need help. No, yeah. <laughs> well, um. So, your your time at Arkansas, man. First of all, I want to. I also want to say, congrats on graduating. Uh, appreciate you. you. Graduated last semester, right?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: What's your degree in? Uh I'm
0: a, I was a communications major. Okay. So
2: what's uh, you know, of course I know basketball's the dream and you want to, you know, there's lots of avenues to make money playing basketball. Of course the NBA's the the goal for everybody and you know and whatever else but what what's the what's the dream besides basketball? What's the you know yeah. what, what do you want to do? Uh, obviously
0: I just want to play basketball until I can't anymore. And then after that, I'm, I'm like really into fashion and stuff like that. So I want to start my own like clothing brand and, and fashion line and, and probably do stuff like that.
2: Speaking of which we, if you see on, uh, those of y'all watching this on YouTube, you see on Clint's, uh, right here. uh graphic behind him. I don't know. I'm, I'm not well, good at the point. Uh, go to <laughs> world 20.com. That's, uh, that's Kamani's website. And uh, he's got some swag there you can buy. He's got hats. Yeah, we
0: got We got a game day box. So it's really cool. It's really there, cool. You got hats, weddings. Yeah, it's like uh, it got a whole bunch of stuff in there. Uh, it's pretty cool stuff. Uh, I partnered with Fan Fuel and did it. So it was, it was a pretty cool thing. I think it was like the first game day box for a college athlete. So it, it was a pretty cool
2: thing that we did. And he's got flag stickers yeah got a I whole bunch of
1: stuff. flying your flag out in front of my house i've got like oh
0: <laughs> you should do it or hey like if you got a truck you got to hang it on there that's right and I'll, yeah i'll <laughs> fly it around
2: that's right. <laughs> i'm living in manny's world man you feel me <laughs> he's got, uh, he's got <laughs> wristbands so if you if you got oh, five sure. what, the wristbands are like five bucks or something
0: yeah, well, the whole box I think is like sixty dollars. Yeah, the 60- box is sixty dollars if you get that. Box got everything in it. Hey, wow. I have
2: a little bit of money to spend. Go there. He's got some t shirts. Yes, sir. Uh, oh
0: oh yeah, t shirts, hats, glasses, sunglasses. All glasses. Types
2: of- right. He'll hook you up. And have you looking sharp? So man,
1: I'm- <laughs> you looking right? Trust me. And then <laughs> Give like him that time. money drip. Yeah, yeah that man, money drip for
0: sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> go get you some drip
2: when you lived in Little Rock where was your go-to eating place in Little
0: Rock man I ain't gonna lie I was at that Chipotle every day Chipotle? yeah I was at the Chipotle every day next to the right across from the mall I was there every day I was at the go-to right there
2: there you go yeah so is that the same up in Fayetteville or what
0: yeah nah I do be at Chipotle a lot but see Fayetteville got more options though so I ain't gonna lie, I well, I don't know if I want to give y'all my spots in Fayetteville though. I'd be <laughs> gay. <gate-ca-
1: laughs> <laughs> what? Be- Are you scared we'll come eat all the food? Is that? Yeah, what? yeah I don't
0: know. Look, I have this one spot. Now, I'm I'm gonna give y'all the secret though. Like this is, this is really like, this is really personal to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: if you ever been to Renzo's in Fayetteville, it's the best Italian food you'll have in Arkansas. Really. I probably- yeah, Renzo. Renzo. Oh, y'all going to have people at my spot. They're
1: going to be booked up all the time and stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a, it's a oh, smart – Oh, you show. overestimate <laughs> your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's but
0: awesome. You, Renzo. You gotta,
1: Renzo. It's fire.
0: It's fire. You got to go. I have to remember that.
1: Yeah, Renzo. Yeah. Well, so, Kamani, a- do you have any game day traditions? When you get to a court – if you uh, have different ones at home and on the road. What What are your game day traditions?
0: Game day traditions. Man, I'm kind of like a controlled chaos guy, so I don't really like. I'm not. I'm not too like, toned in on doing certain stuff, but game days, I'm definitely waking up, blasting my music. Though, like I'm talking about, like off straight off to wake up, grab my phone, blasting music, and then after that. It's, it's just go time, honestly. When I'll be on the court, they're not really, I I'll be ready. <laughs> but music most definitely though. They can't they gotta start with some type of like loud music.
1: So for sure. What what are you what are you playing? What what oh, to the- start on, on game days
0: on game day, I'm playing Ken Carson. Y'all probably don't know who that is, mm-hmm. but y'all gotta look look, look them up. Ken Carson. I'm playing like Ken Carson, Playboy Cardi, Destroy Lonely. So fago's getting thrown in there uh me I'm listening to a lot of me I'll be rapping too so I'll be listening to me okay. <laughs> this is so, some stuff, huh? yeah I just be I'll be listening to a whole bunch of stuff
2: now uh what what in and on Kamani's playlist is there anything on there that we would be surprised is on there oh, a thousand percent. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I'll be listening to like,
0: I'll be listening to some weird stuff, guys. No cap.
1: Miley Cyrus. Go hey, on, lay
2: yeah. on this. Oh, sure. the. The
0: uh, climb is my playlist. No cap. That, the climb by Miley Cyrus. That's a good song. That's a great right? song. That's, that's a great song. A great that's, great song. song. that's a that's good a, song.
1: Miley Cyrus.
0: I listen, to her. I listen to like Billie Eilish. Yeah. Uh, Paranormal. I listen, to Norma. I listen to like bands and stuff. Like, yeah. Nice. It, sure. So, I'm about like, to, how cool I, is to party in the locker room with Duke? Playlist. I'm trying to get into country music though. I don't know where to start, so I need a country playlist. I've been out here too long not to listen to country music. Well, you, you need gotta to check
1: you out some George Strait, some Blake. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Some Garth. It's, Garth it's, played you a. A at Brooks concert. That's why I wanted. That's why.
0: That's what started me wanting the country playlist. I went there. I didn't. I didn't know one song, but I of my life.
2: Well, now you know, uh, in Arkansas from Arkansas. You know, I I live down in South Arkansas and about twenty miles down the road from where I live is where Johnny Cash is from. Really? You know, the man in you know the Folsom Prison Blues and Yeah. And Johnny all,
0: Cash.
2: He he was uh you know, and he was coming up when Elvis was and all that, you know. There's a
0: whole bunch of Elvis too. I'm uh, telling you, I'm here, I love me some Elvis. Yeah, I'm weird. i listen to Elvis before games. Yeah. Yeah, me and me.
2: Clint are big El- Me and Clint went to Memphis one time for Elvis Week. Really? I know that was crazy. Week to celebrate his death or whatever. And there's there are a
1: lot of there were a lot of sad women in menopause out there. That's right.
2: <laughs> 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 and several uh several Asian people dressed as uh, Elvis too. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. yeah it was wild.
0: When I went to Vegas, I seen a whole bunch of Elvises.
2: Yeah. Yeah. My actually, I have a half sister. She she lives in Vegas now, but her and her husband got married at one of those places where the Elvis impersonator marry. <laughs> I'm
0: not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm gonna get married, married, and then like after I get married, I'm definitely gonna do that though. Like I'm
1: gonna. <laughs> go, yeah, I go. yeah, do, do the one my for the wife talked about doing that.
0: Yeah, you just gotta do it for the picture. You feel me? Yeah, like, yeah. That's right. I do well, that.
2: Well, like my. Uh my sister and her husband, they had been dating for like 10 years. And so they were like, well, you know, we're practically married already. We're not gonna do some like big time. Hey, he's lucky.
0: So
2: they're like, we're gonna go to Vegas. We're gonna <laughs> so anyway, it was fun. But um well man, so what are you um what are you looking forward to this season? The rest of the season. What do you, What do you think? Uh, you know, you've talked a lot about the team's going to come together. You know, and I and I believe I believe that too. We've been saying that on here. Everybody kind of freaks out about this time of the year.
0: Yeah, I'm like,
2: <laughs> folks. Every year, Muscleman's been there. We've had these struggle games about this time.
0: Yeah, we've had yeah.
2: we've had it when we start SEC play. We struggle for a few games. Yeah. You know what was it two years ago when Alabama had beat us really bad
0: and back to back. I remember it. it, it I remember it because that's exactly when I like first touched down on campus and they got beat back to back twenty balls. Mizzou and Alabama, and then I got introduced to the weight vest practice.
2: Oh wow! <laughs> oh, tell us about the weight vest practice. Yeah, it vest in like bricks. Crazy. The bricks.
0: Yeah, yeah, the weight vest in Briggs. I remember that day. I remember because I just, I was like, in, my, in the back of my mind, I'm like, look, like, I understand it. I'm all team, but I ain't even play. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm not even clear to play, but like, nah, I ain't gonna lie. To I kind of liked it, though.
2: So, in those practices, y'all wear weighted vest. How much yeah. weight are uh, in the vest?
0: Uh, not a lot, like 15, 20. I think the bigs are like 20. And then the guards get, like, the 15s.
2: But that's still like,
1: – Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's – I would say I'm a big, but I identify as a guard just to get a lot of – Look but at these handles, Coach. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll put
0: a whole big guard thing that day
2: for and sure. Then, and then the brick thing, how did y'all use that?
0: Oh, like bricks. Like when we close it out, we had to hold the bricks up like above the head and then we run. You got to hold them above the head. So –
2: so yeah. you're running around in a defensive stance with a holding a brick up.
0: Yeah. After one of them practices you learn you don't you don't really you do get embarrassed too much too often. Yeah. Playing with you. it ain't gonna end out too well. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but that I mean that that would get you, man. That's you know, I know we play we like I said we played football and there was definitely football practices where the coach would do extreme things, I think. But
0: yeah, nah, nah, it's nothing crazy. Like it's not like it's not like we have them on like the whole practice or nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like certain drills and like conditioning stuff like that. Stuff like that.
2: Yeah. You know, um, I got a buddy, um, Mike Floyd, uh, who actually helps kind of sponsor uh some of our uh, uh talks with you you guys. And uh, yeah. he played high school ball in Little Rock and he played against Derek Fisher's team oh my god they they had at Little Rock Parkview they had a really good like you know Derek Fisher went to Little Rock, but uh, yeah. they had several guys go d one for off that high school team,
0: yeah, well, they said well when I was in Little Rock Parkview was pretty good too,
2: yeah, well he no, said, he said I, yeah. when he played them and his team was pretty good, they wasn't that good, but his team. he had Derek Fisher, yeah. Well, my buddy's team said that when they played them, that Derek Fisher and them came out with ankle weights on in the first half.
0: That's different.
2: I don't know about that. And played the, and played the whole first half with ankle weights. With ankle weights, and then they took them off at halftime.
0: Did they get? Did they have a
2: better second half? He said they were flying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to know the science behind that one. Uh, I guess you know, it's one of those, it's kind of like those weighted vests. I guess it's just kind of, uh, you know, back then, those like, they didn't have the vest, that was a long time yeah. ago, but anyway, so it, you know, coaches do weird things sometimes, To they would be working though. now.
1: Yeah. Now, speaking of weird things, what's it like celebrating in the locker room with Duke Deuce? Uh, Duke, that's my guy.
0: Now, nah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> one thing about Duke is like he really be dancing, like he really dance for real, like. He knows how to do that dance and stuff. So, celebrating a yeah. locker room with him is always fun because he just always gonna have the energies right. He's gonna be turned and he gonna do some crazy dance moves and everybody gonna go crazy.
1: Yeah, I remember him tweeting out. I may move to Fayetteville for real, for real. Nah, he really loved Fayette, Like, he <laughs> really loved Fayette. When he came back, did the concert for you guys. To, you yeah, know? that's my guy. He was like in my house. He was like
0: in my crib just chilling. Like, he really like liked, like, he loved it here. Like, that's
1: awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's neat, man. <laughs> it's neat to see that. Of course it's neat to see, you know, Musk shows up to every concert up there, I guess.
0: Yeah. He's I must love a razorback
2: jersey. <laughs> you know, his, his it's instantly. like a thing now.
0: It's like a thing now. Every rapper in favor that like, come here, gotta meet Mus and get get him a jersey.
2: That's uh right. yeah. man and, it, and he's he's gained their respect. So
0: uh, for sure. I remember when he had, like when Trippy Ray came into town, he was like, because he didn't like really know. Like of course his daughter knew who Trippy was and He's like Kamani. Like, tell me about him. Like, show me a couple of songs and stuff. And then, like, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I must not gonna go. You know what I mean? I'm like, must not gonna go. So we go into the trippy, and who do we see? Like, the first person we see there in VIP, like, already <laughs> like must is already there. I'm like, man, yeah. must is
2: crazy. that's so cool, man. I love, you know, like I said, his fans. Like we told you before, you know, we started watching the Hogs when Nolan Richardson was there. You know, and we've watched some, you know, and rooted for them, and uh, you know, of course, ninety ninety four was the year we graduated high school, and yeah. so, and that was We're that old. Uh, the championship. Yeah. And so, um, those guys are always heroes to us, and so, and it's just great to see back, Razorback basketball back what, what it should be, man. Because, you know, like we remember back in ninety two when UNLV came into to Barnhill. And uh, man, that's crazy, Barnhill.
0: <laughs> You've yeah. like, been hearing that crazy, like.
2: And it was nuts, man. Walter Payton was there. Muhammad Ali. I mean, like, all these people showing up to watch number one versus number two.
0: Man, I can only imagine, especially in Barnhill. I know it was loud in there.
2: Oh man, it was. I mean, I used to. I had used to have that on VCR tape. Man, I'd watch it. You know, I'm gonna have to do time. that.
0: I got to see how because I know Barnhill like. It ain't too big in Barnhill, but I know it was
1: packed. If you've got a VCR, Travis will burn you a copy. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I, think on,
2: on I think all those games are on YouTube now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, that's the thing.
1: No, we okay. actually – because, you know, Todd Miller threw a – or Todd Miller, Todd Day threw a punch at Larry, Larry Johnson in that game. The game? Yeah, it, it is like it was the worst punch you've ever seen. Yeah, it like, exactly. was like yeah, this. Right? away. Yeah, he threw <laughs> it, but he was like <laughs> ducking back when he did. It's like he threw it, he's like, "I should not have done this." As soon as he started <laughs> yeah, leaving, bitch, it. Be, yeah, Larry. Because Larry was a little bit thicker than Todd, and we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but
2: Todd could shoot that rock though. He could well, shoot
1: wait, it. strap. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, for sure
2: well come on in, man we appreciate you coming on here so much man and and uh we well,
0: definitely appreciate y'all for having me on
2: getting to know you a little bit and uh we do want to plug your your website again manny's world 20 uh dot com manny's yes, world Twenty dot com we'll put a we'll put a link in the comments and everything so y'all can uh check it out but uh go buy some t-shirts and or the, the game the box, only one doing that right or first one doing that yeah yeah box and uh support him and and all the stuff he's doing and and man i just want to say just like i said man as a fan love watching you play love watching the effort you put in
0: yes sir, i appreciate
2: that in the uh and the way we see you leading helping lead this team you know i, I know it takes a whole team and it takes you know whole coaching staff and everything but i know it's a, it's obvious you're a key part to what's going on man and and keep it up and and at the big c bigger t podcast we're not we're not ignorant fans man we, we we're we gonna ride with you and we're gonna back you up and uh yes
1: sir, i appreciate y'all for sure
2: we're gonna keep rooting y'all on
1: so uh folks and hey, hey, Kamani, i want to say one thing before we go Thank you for making the finish of the Hawaii Invitational awesome.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't believe I didn't even mention that, dude. Yeah. I wasn't going to let the Maui Invitational go. How awesome was that. Just, how awesome awesome. that, making that play?
0: Oh, man, it was crazy. I mean, like, legit, I'll be I'll be on my TV, like, YouTube, and i like, I don't even know why I do it, but, like, I'll always type in, like, best college basketball buzzer beaters or something like that and just look at it, and I'll always be like, Man, that's crazy. Like, I ain't never hit a – that was my first buzzer beater ever. Really? Like, in my whole basketball career, ever. Like, my first buzzer beater. So, it was just a pretty cool thing to do, especially, like, in a tournament like that. Like, I grew up watching that tournament and all those great games. And just to have – like, be a part of, like, one of those games that are going to go down as a great game is is pretty special.
2: Well, and as fans, man, we were excited about that tournament because we saw who all was there. Uh
0: Hey y'all! Bro- y'all broke my phone. My phone was not working after that game. <laughs> like 10, 15 minutes, man. The love out game was unbelievable.
2: Well, man, that that was awesome, man. Congrats on that, and uh, once again, congrats on graduating. I know your family's proud of you on that, and uh, yes, and everything, and and uh, we appreciate you having you on, man. And maybe we can get you on again sometime, and and, uh, of and all that. Of course, so, folks. Like and share this podcast. Let people know uh, about what, you know, Kamani's, uh, who he is and what he's doing. And and because I know, hey, the more people watch this, the more they're going to be a fan of this guy, too. And uh, just like all of us are for watching this. So, Kamani, thank you, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. Big C. Bye, everybody. Number 96 in the books. Close to a hundred. The big hundred party. What we got we gotta start planning for the big hundred party. What are we gonna do? We have one hundred. Yeah. 100. yeah. <laughs> All right. See you, Kamani. Thanks, man. Sweat! Right. What? 100.
1: my head to pray oh, Mama told me if I don't oh, Ain't nothing gonna change oh, These prayers breaking, breaking up hard rhymes